Welcome back to the Dump and Chase podcast. Coming off a bye week here. Uh, I was in Myrtle Beach last week and then graduation. Took the week off. Uh, this this is a limited edition podcast. It's gonna it's gonna touch on the highly anticipated first annual Northern Minnesota Ryder Cup featuring Lakeville North and Lakeville South. We're gonna give the rundown of each roster from both teams. A couple interviews featuring Matt Ostick from North and Joe Freemark from South. Uh, we'll give our locked bets from the tournament. Touch on touch on each course. And uh, our dump and chase of the week is Glenn Big Baby Davis found himself in some more trouble, uh, some assault charges against him. Juicy stuff. Here we go. Yeah, that's right. This cut goes out to all y'all that's been missing us for mad years. One love, yo. Yeah, that's right. He's got game. PE if man is the father, the son is the center of the earth, in the middle of the universe, then why is his verse coming six times rehearsed? Don't freestyle much, but I write them like such. Word. Amongst the fiends controlled by the screens, what does it all mean, all this shit I'm seeing? <laughs> Human beings screaming vocal javelins, sign of a local nigga unraveling. Uh-huh. My wandering got my ass wondering, with crisis and all this crisis, hating Satan never knew what nice is. Alright, we're back. Uh, first annual Northern Minnesota Ryder Cup. Uh, it's it's gonna be an unbelievable weekend. It's been there's been chirp fest going it's, back and it's forth. Been, it's been a long time coming. We're jacked for this weekend, man. Um, I don't know about your North boys, but we've been talking about it all yeah, freaking week. It's uh, week. Hell, it's cutting been, into some of these kids' work schedules. Yeah, they can't even think at work. It's, it's been a couple months in the making. Um, but yeah, we took took last week off. A little bit of a bye week. EP scholar turned EP podcaster. Um, how was Myrtle Beach, man? Did you have a good time? Was it man, everything it, was, it hyped up to be? It was unbelievable. We flew down Saturday afternoon, rented out a house. Uh, we were pretty much hammered from right when we got there until we left late Thursday. Uh, yeah, travel man. was uh, horrendous on Thursday. Got caught in New York City traffic. But all around, fun, fun experience. The weather held up. Sunny every day. Sunburnt to the tits. Yeah, it, was, it seemed like it was seemed like there's a lot of money floating around down there with some of your East Coast buddies. Um, yep. freaking place you're in out in New York City, your buddy, whatever they had going on, they're doing it right. Uh, any greasy stories from the Yeah, from the yeah. Vacay? Shout out to uh, my roommate Bruce Racine. Got himself a notch. Uh, a good little... Uh, I'll say the school she went to. Congrats on the sex. Too, Am- Amherst. She went to Amherst. Good girl. And I won't give any more details, but Brucey finally got a, a notch, and boy, was he glowing the rest of the week. Uh, some other greasy stories. One of our freshmen, uh, Henry Marshall, not only did he piss himself, but he shit the bed. Uh, oh who knows what the hell he was on or how drunk he got, but shout out to him for you know wrecking one of the beds we got. So we had to piling three to three to a bed but all around what an experience uh, unreal and finally back and you know it's it's nice taking a day off from from the bottle but uh here we are and back back and better than ever here yeah looked like a carnival looked like a good time but yeah this week sort of a little special edition we're, we're gonna just touch on our our lakeville rider cup um it's it's gonna be our first ever actual podcast live now that evie's moved back to uh minneapolis here um, so we're excited to be doing these live from now on. Like you said, it's it's been a long time coming. Um, we're headed up to Tower, Minnesota. Saturday, we're going to play the Wilderness at Fortunes Bay. Voted one of Minnesota's best courses in the States. Uh, unbelievable. 
a lot of water, a lot of a uh, lot of trouble. It's long too. It's long as hell. We're I mean south at least our home course, Boulder Point down in Elko, Minnesota. Arguably one of the state's shittiest and shortest courses. Yep. Uh, yep. You're losing if you're not dead straight. You're losing balls left and right. So there's hazards everywhere. So that's going to be a test for our boys. Hit some of these fairways. We're going to have to fly some water. I think the distance is going to be a huge test for us. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, our, our home our home course is uh, Southern Hills, uh, located just you know Southern Farmington. That one's pretty forgiving. You, you can spray your driver some holes with some hazards, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a test to to the North Squad. We got some players that can that can hit it long. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna come down to if they can keep it straight. This whole weekend's gonna come down to, to keeping your ball in play and getting up and down. Uh, these greens are gonna be, you know, they're they're like none other. They're they're similar to PGA Tour greens. They're fast. They're they're sloped, uh, but uh, it's gonna be an unbelievable battle from from both ends. And then we'll finish up Sunday. We got 36 holes at Giants Ridge. We're golfing the Quarry and the Legend. Two very well kept courses. Also ranked very high in the ranks of top courses in Minnesota. We'll we'll kind of go through. We'll start off and go through South's roster. Our roster. Um, from the top, though, we are leading the pack for us. We got Mac Farley. Um, Mac was a Division Three golfer at St. John's. Definitely our top to bottom, our best player. He, like I said, he played college golf. He's going to be our horse out there. He's he's long off the box. I guarantee he's going to be, the distance might be a factor for him. Sort of a quiet guy, but uh, he he's he knows everyone on the South team. He he knows quite a bit of the guys on North End. So I I mean, yeah, what do I you mean, like about Mac? He he can hit it long. He's pretty consistent. Uh, he's definitely your guys' number one. Uh, these courses can kind of suit him to the best of his ability. Uh, you know, he's tall, six three, uh, stocky, two hundred pounds, but. Uh, it's Goals. going to be interesting to see this California native can uh, can can put the ball in play and, and, and shoot a low score for the South Squad. Yeah, um, in his roster release, you know, you saw his, he lives by the motto, drive for show, putt for dough. He's an elite golfer. Recently released, though, by his home course, uh, Brackets Crossing, made the transition over down south into Elko. He's going to really give South a legitimate chance, and I think he's definitely a good addition to our squad. Uh, moving on to the two spot, A.J. Michelson out of Apple Valley, Minnesota. Another very, very good golfer. Um, had a college hockey career that didn't exactly work out. He's one of our boys. He now works sales in Roseville. AJ, though, he can he can hit the ball like the best of them. One plus to AJ's game is he's played these courses a, a ton. He's been up there last summer, I know, a couple times up to Fortunes Bay. Holding him back, we'll, we'll kind of hit on it later in the show, but he, he will the alcohol affect his performance? I don't know. He can guzzle yeah. booze. Evie, you've seen him drink yeah, maybe a yeah. couple times. He's a hound. Uh, he gets after the bottle. Uh, if he finds himself into, uh, you know, struggling on, on that Saturday first day, he might, he might turn to the bottle come Sunday. Uh, there's still some question marks surrounding, you know, does he still have feelings for Lauren Nanny? But, uh, you know, this kid can play. He's a gamer, and, and it'll be interesting just to see how he, you know, he, he formulates his game up north. Yeah, in the three spot, another, another gopher hockey guy, uh, Justin Kluse, our boy out of uh, Lakeville, Minnesota. Uh, weight has been the huge issue. We touched on it in the past. We'll touch on it again today. Guy can eat. He's had some body fat percentage issues. He's been consulting, you know, his trainers about that. He's 
avid Weight Watcher member and also just picked up a sponsor in Slimgenics. So look for that to be um, kind of helping his physicality out on the course. They compare him to Angel Cabrera on the tour. Big guy, but can smack the hell out of the ball if he can keep his slice under control. He's going to give South a chance. Look for him to be a- another good asset on the course up north. Yep, yep. He's another gamer. He can play uh, as long as he stays away from the cart lady and, 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 the, and the hot dog stand. Uh, you look for him to shoot a low round for sure. Uh, coming in the fourth spot is good buddy of mine, Joe Freemark. Uh, this guy screams Grandpa Golf, Evie. He, yep, he does. He has had countless warnings in tournaments for he, yeah. for pace of play. I mean, yes, he's consistent, but expect him laying up just about every opportunity he gets. But that, definitely adding, lining up every putt, looking at it from every angle, a couple he'll few take practice his time, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, nothing wrong with that, but uh, if, if you you definitely don't want to get in the in the in the pairing behind him because. You know, it's it's gonna affect your game, you know, a little bit for sure. Yeah, definitely expect him to slow the pace out there. Um, he is the backbone of this roster, though. He's not in the leadership position, but he is definitely some controversy leading up. They're kind of him and Joel were button heads a little bit on the format. Joel being your captain, um, I mean, I don't know how it's gonna pan out once we get up there. But Joe Joe had some choice words to say about you know maybe you North guys boosting the lineups the matchups a little bit i don't know what your take is on that but yeah uh joe's been going back and forth with our captain joel uh you know they've settled on on something but uh yeah he's definitely been complaining uh but we'll we'll let his game do the talking uh he's gonna have to back it up for sure uh moving up actually in the past couple weeks into our five spot was lakeville native matt heller uh, Matty was originally ranked seventh on our roster, but the guy shot an 81 down at uh, Heritage Links in Lakeville. He's known to blow up, though, if shit goes wrong. You, man, I don't really know what to expect from this guy. Yeah, he had one good outing uh, this spring, followed up by a, a shitty outing uh, the following day. Uh, he's been choking up on his clubs a little bit more. I don't know if that's impacted him you know, positively. Uh, they compare him to to Jeff Ogilvie with his choke down on his club. Uh, they kind of have been comparing his his ball flight to uh, it's a similar mirror to the curveball of a former Mar- Miami Marlins standout Dontrell Willis from the '05 Marlins squad. The the downfall of his game would be Aachen his putting. His putting's horrendous. Uh, it's it's proven. There hasn't been much change. He worked on it in the off season. Uh, guy can't read a book. Guy cannot read a putt. Don't expect him to do or change anything moving into this weekend. Um, I know him and Charlie Hayes have been going at it. I know he's hungry and he wants that matchup. Uh, with him moving into the five spots, we could see that on Sunday um, during match play, and that will be an exciting one because those two went to college together, were roommates in college. Uh, they both love to chirp. Matt is the most confident guy on both rosters, by yeah, far, by far, um, claims to have the second best shot in all of golf. I could attest to that a little bit, but if Hayes gets in his head, it could be ugly. Could, Hayes, I mean, we'll touch on him a little bit further, but he's known to get in, you know, the minds of his of his competition, and I could totally see him swindling Heller on day one and, and turn him into a downward spiral. 
A um, little debate on our six and seven seed. At six right now, we have Alex Harvey, um, my college roommate. Love the guy to death, but if he gets hot, it's the guy's a great golfer, but he is King Jung-un, Kim Jung-un, King blow-up. Yeah. Um, he can blow up. Better, drop, yeah. Drop, yeah, drop of a hat. This That's, guy, if he starts getting liquor into his system, it's game over. Um, I, 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 I'm just hoping there's no there's no houses anywhere near. Yeah, luckily I think we're tucked in the greens. woods. But this guy's he's caught a couple of roofs, caught a window in his day, um, which resulted in a broken seven iron over the cart, which was then you could probably still find it in what is it the. 13th hole of Boulder Point Woods. <laughs> yeah, um, I, think, I, I think the uh, the householder of of, uh, of the house nearby is, still has a warrant out for his arrest. Yeah, uh, Harvey's been laying low from, from Boulder the past few weeks. Uh, he no longer is employed there. Rumor has it it had to do with his conditions while he played and sneaking guys out onto the course. I don't know how much that will impact him going forward, but uh, watch out for the for his hurricane blow-ups. Uh, yeah, um, Hurricane Harvey was his, his nickname back in the day. Um, you know what? If he can stay sober, he, he could give South our team a chance. Um, leaving me at the seven position, um, I kind of like where I'm sitting, not going to lie. I will not lie, though. Um, early this spring, I may or may not have put up a three-digit score. That's um, tough. I'm not That's proud tough. of it, followed how, by a 96 and a 98. But you know, how, how have you, you know, molded your your game in the past, you know, say week or two since you posted those uh, scores north of 100? Yeah, you know what? I got a new driver. Uh, I was formerly using a dented Cleveland launcher that I actually found in the lost and found at Boulder Point. <laughs> kind of hung on to it because I was driverless there for a little bit, but went with the extra stiff shaft. Don't know if it's treating me well. Have you hit a fairway? I have. I've, the last two weeks have been great. Um, we talk about it later, but my confidence going to this weekend through the roof. Um, originally, I'm like, shit, you know what? I'm going to be a non-factor. Do I withdraw from this tournament? It was honestly crossing my mind, and I was considering it, but there's no chance in hell I'm missing this weekend. No, you can't. This is um, the most anticipated weekend yeah, and, but of the summer. One plus in my game, if it's something hidden out of a sand trap, tall grass, or brush, I'm your guy. Um, if there's a hazard, I usually find it. And so I'm tested out of the shit that is uh, coming my way. But yeah, confidence is not an issue for myself, and I'll stand by that. Which uh, leads us to our eight spot, Benny Freemark. Uh, Benny is our captain. He's a vocal leader. Um, we're going to look for him to set the tone early against long, long-time rival Chuck Lindgren from North. Yeah, Benny, he recently got hired over at Lap Tannehill. He's working the 9-to-5 life, but still finds time between work and Fortnite to get, get out there and get some reps Fucking in. Fucking right. Love that. Love that passion from Ben. That's why um, he wears the C. Yeah, he, he's, he's a leader, that's for sure. Coming off two torn rotator cuffs from last season. Um, How does he bounce back from that? I don't know. He, he that's got to be so fucking painful yeah he had he had really really good doctors around him um his rehab went very well um his trainers took good care of him but yeah benny you know what he's like i said i'll say it again he's a, he's a leader not long off the tee box um but he did get a new set of speed blades um actually a funny story 
Uh, he got a set of burner irons from Second Swing. No way. First day we went out, we actually went into enemy territory at uh, Southern Hills in Farmington. Huh? First shot with his pitching wedge. <laughs> it snapped in half. Club <laughs> detached from the shaft. And, you get a refund on that? Oh, shirt? yeah. I brought him back full refund. But two holes later, he hit a seven iron from about buck seventy out. Same thing. Lost two clubs, one round. Uh, wow. Traded him in, wow. got an upgrade in the speed blade. So expect Benny to be, you know, automatic inside 100 yards. Um, and really, like I said, him and Chuck Lingren, we've been talking about it yeah. for weeks. Biggest anticipated matchup of the tournament so yeah. far. Yeah, but, you know, top to bottom, I think we got a good chance. I don't want to talk too much crap because that is uh, kind of a behind-the-scenes thing. But we are excited. Um, I think we're ready. We've if, if it's one thing that we have, I think it's we've we've played probably double, maybe triple the rounds your team has played. Yeah, uh, leading up, uh, we've made an effort to get out just about every night after work because uh, our sponsor at Boulder Point, we got some connections down there that um, can get us on, and uh, we've really been utilizing that. That's huge. So who who would you say? Based on your your top eight, who is the likely you know dark horse candidate that could post a low score and, and even steal a match or two on the weekend? That's a good question. That that's a really good question. I think looking at our roster, I'm gonna drop down to the A seed and Benny Free. He has got a day one matchup. He's gonna be going up against Chuck Lindgren. Wow. Okay. I I think, and there's been there's been a lot of chatter back and forth regarding you know who's gonna be coming out on top on that one and I'm I hate to say it but some of your north guys have been talking down upon Chuck and I think head to head if Benny can sneak away with one there I hate to say it Benny he's a little inconsistent but if he can come up with a good shot or two in uh, in the high low rounds and give ourselves a chance I think you could see Benny taking one against Chuck and then coming through um on Sunday yeah I mean stealing the show I think personally I think Chuck's going to wipe the floor with Benny uh, like we've touched on, and it's been stated the past month, it's the most highly anticipated matchup. A lot of hype surrounding it. Uh, it's. I, I like where your head's at. I think that one could go either way, but I. But I. At the end of the day, I think Chuck's gonna. You know he's gonna prevail, and I think he's gonna pump Benny. Uh, but who would you say? is the most likely to have an epic collapse uh, on Sunday, on the final day, that could you know, ultimately lead to uh, a, a huge swing in, in, the, in the tallied points uh, come, okay. come down the final stretch. Um, I'm not going to pinpoint it to one guy because I think the top half of our lineup is pretty sound, pretty consistent, but our 5, 6, 7, and myself, Al, and Heller, it's night and day, man. We... Yeah. It could go literally either freaking way. Um, if I'm playing bad, game over. Like, there's no coming back. Like, I try to tell myself, yeah, I got the fresh back nine, but I'm way too yeah. damn inconsistent. Al, same way, man. If he's if he makes if he starts hot, he usually stays hot. Um, but again, if he's got a couple bad shots in a row, look for him to kind of fall apart. And then Maddie Heller too. Um, if his drives, usually it starts with his drive. If he can poke a nice drive out there, give himself a chance, um, he, he'll be scary, but at the same time, he could really do some damage to our lineup if, okay. if I, shit's not going his way. I like that. I like that. I'm not too you know familiar with their games as of this spring. Uh, I know where they were at last summer, and I'd have to agree with you there. Uh, I, I could see I, I'm, I'm probably going to say it's going to come down to either 
you know, Harvey and his, his hurricane tantrums or, or yourself if, if you can't get your driver going uh, at the turn on Sunday. But uh, away from golf here, uh, one, one quick question, one final question here for the South roster. Um, who is most likely to, you know, hook up with a, a, a townie at, at the casino that we're staying at? Who who do you think is, is, is the most likely to, you know, get on a heater on the blackjack table or, or the craps table and, you know, flip flip some money to the dealer and, and head head up to the hotel room with uh with, with one of the uh with the dealer girls or, or the townies that's uh, stuck on the slot machines i see uh this is an easy one aj michelson okay. for sure jeff is he, he gets the booze in him he's I, I can already see it now he's gonna have a zipped all the way up quarter zip with his hat <laughs> low he's gonna go on a heater at fortunes bay if the guy gets hot and gets up some money i do i i see no problem with him finding a northern baddie thrown down on a room and we're gonna have a hell of a story come sunday hopefully he's not too stung to, to perform out there but uh man i see aj maybe who know i man honestly yeah. saturday night could go yeah did you agree like yeah no it, it could go any direction it, it, it really could uh depending on how the round goes you know that afternoon uh, and who knows, Mac yeah. Farley, if he posts a low ass score and he's flying yeah. the scorecard around Shit. the, the I, casino, he's, he's he, a he's a he's undercover, a undercover stud when it comes to he, he's an he's, he's an sneaky, undercover sure. he's, he's an undercover stud when it comes to things. Yeah, like like you said, he's he can be sneaky. Uh, if who he knows how many tucks he had in college? Yeah. Oh, I, I think I that's don't know. still unknown. Benny might know, but it's anywhere from from zero to to at least twenty nine. But uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be unbelievable. We're gonna have some stories, and uh, you know, I, I I can't wait for for that first round and that first night up there. But uh, yeah, like like we said, we we had an interview with a couple of players. We got a we got an interview here with with uh, Lakeville Cells number four shooter uh, Joe Freemark. All right, our first guest this week on the episode is Lakeville Cells member Joe Freemark. Joe, welcome. Glad to have you on the podcast. Yeah, big time fan. I'm uh, really appreciative of you guys having me on. Do you consider yourself an avid listener? Big, big time listener. Yeah, I actually was probably one of the first subscribers and uh, big Dumb and Chase fan. It's a little tough to find on iTunes, but we got there. It's there. It's there. Evie, it's, we got Yeah, it's up and rolling. Um, for those listeners out there tuning in for the first time, check out our, our first few episodes, and they feature some great Dump and Chases. But uh, looking forward to the Ryder Cup weekend. Nice to have Joe on the show, on the set with us today. Yeah, like we talked about, big, big anticipated weekend coming up, Memorial Weekend. The boys of Lakeville will be headed up to Tower, Minnesota, and uh, we'll be playing the Wilderness at Fortunes Bay and the Quarry and the Legend at Giants Ridge. Joe, what are your thoughts going into this weekend? Just the first initial thoughts of both rosters. Are you nervous? Uh, what do you think of your team? What do you like about North roster? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Definitely a little uh, a little nervous. This is a big event. Um, a lot of the South and North guys were kind of talking about, are we going to be super drunk out there or are we going to be super competitive? So that's one of the big issues on my mind is is getting paired with the, uh, with the correct boys so we can have a good time. But I think uh, both rosters are shaping up pretty good. Uh, both sides have a lot of wild cards, but there's a lot of great talent out there. So I'm really excited to see how it shakes out. Yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be a fun weekend. I just want to know where where do you feel your game is at right now? I know you're cut from your high school team. 
in, in freshman year at Lakeville South. Uh, I don't know if that's going to have any impact on your game. I just want to know where you've grown over the last, you know, six to eight years and how you feel heading into the weekend. Yeah, I, I really think I have grown a lot. Um, my games, I'm, I'm at about a 10 to 12 handicap on a good day. Can okay. definitely shoot in the right. 90s, though. So, uh, so inconsistent. Yeah, very inconsistent. But we'll see when we get out there. I'm kind of a showtime player, as Matt Heller would like to describe me. Um, I show up when the when the game counts, and I put the putts in that are necessary. So it's all right. Hit or miss. Great, great. Um, question about uh, some of the North guys here. We'll, first, we'll start off with uh, late addition Mikey Riley. Um, Mikey, you know, in the in the North roster release, he was last seen at Dick's buying new irons. Uh, recently relocated to Montreal. You know, does he know how to? Does he speak French fluently? Is he going to be able to face the media come this weekend? Uh, what are your thoughts on Mikey? Yeah, I don't know. I heard uh, Montreal has one of their top beat writers coming in. Um, they're going to be asking him a lot of questions in French, and I think he's been brushing up on it, but. I mean, he is a North guy. We're not as familiar with them, but he's one of their biggest wild cards. You know, I've heard he can crush the ball, but if he hits it OB, he's going to run into a lot of trouble. And he's something that South has never seen. So they have him ranked as their fourth guy there. So um, we'll, we'll see what he, what he brings to the table. Yeah, speaking of what they bring to the table, uh, I know one of Lakeville South's, you know, top top three guys, uh, Justin Cluse. He's he's been down in in Iowa uh, for the past, you know season or so uh he's he's kind of had a weight issue throughout his career is is Clouse's weight management going to come into play or be an issue heading into the first ever two-day doubleheader tournament up up north yeah i know he actually uh he just bought a lifetime membership so oh, huge yeah yeah he's been really into the yoga sculpt i don't know if that's working i mean i mean if you're trying to burn weight i'm not sure how much a yoga sculpt can do but keep going yeah i mean he, he really tells us how great it is so maybe it is but um, can i can i follow up on that too? yeah definitely he, right now he's averaging three hot dogs per turn um per <laughs> round um do you anticipate him going the brat or hot dog route will he include the combo with chips and a drink um yeah he is a big combo guy he uh he he really values how he spends his money he just bought a new truck he's a big truck guy too so he uh he waited out on that, so I'm guessing he's going to go for the combo deal. You know, he's big on that. Uh, so, speaking of Clouse, I know in the past he's dated a cart girl. Do you think there's any tensions between him and cart girls from up north? I know he's had a history here, you know, south of the metro, but uh, is is a cart girl going to be a factor? I know, you know, he does have a girlfriend right now, um, and they've been been going steady, but, but if, if she's cooking a mean hot dog or, or a brat, is that going to be any leverage towards uh, Clouse's game, and will it have any impact on it going forward? Yeah, you know, I see where you're coming from, but I, I think if she's cooking the hot dogs, he'll be more fixed on the on the food. Okay. So I'm hoping, if she has some food, I'm hoping he'll stay away from the cart lady. Okay, good to know. Um, one of the most anticipated and, and talked about, getting a lot of chatter um, on social media is the matchup between Ben Freemark and Charlie Lindgren. Yes. Um, everyone's looking forward to it. Both teams Huge are matchup. fired up. Um, talk to me about that a little bit. Is Ben Freemark going to be too much for Charlie Lindgren? Um, I, I know verbally it's going to be a battle out there. Maybe some one of them could get hot and yeah. you know I, chirps will fly. Yeah, but. I definitely think someone's going to come out with a stronger chirp game because both their golf games aren't good. So I think whoever Ooh. can get in each other's head. Um, I, I really believe that whoever has the most mental toughness is going to make it through. Um, if you know about hole 17 at Fortune's Bay, uh, the wilderness, um, I think both Ben and Chuck are going to 
pull the layup strategy on the par three. <laughs> bold, bold. So I think whoever's the smartest, most mentally tough golfer between that match is going to win. Do you think, Evan, do you think, Evan, you you know, you know Charlie better than both of us. Um, yeah. Back him up, defend him a little bit. Do you think he's going to fold under the Ben Freemark pressure? Or? No, Chuck, Chuck will have no issue with 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 Ben Freemark's pressure. Uh, you know, he's coming off you know somewhere where he where he got customized irons. Um, you know, he's got brand new clubs, and they've been seem to you know adding to his distance. Uh, he has more control around the greens. He's got more room to to work with off the tee. Uh, you know, his driver is sporadic at times. But, you know, the kid's starting to dial it down. He's getting used to his clubs. So I could see this being a nightmare matchup for Ben. Um, I, I don't really – I haven't seen Ben, you know, too much lately. Um, I know he, he sprays his driver, and, and you know, he's, he's a hack down in the in the fairway. So, I mean, I could see this being a route, and I could see it ending mm. before the turn. Mm. You know what? I'd like to comment on Ben's game, though, real quick. Ben didn't get voted – captain of team south for no reason he brings the most heart yes. and intensity okay. that i've okay. ever seen out of a golfer um you'd we, say he's the glue to this yeah team. he is definitely the glue to team south um on and off the course i know when we have our practice rounds together anyone has a good shot the first person to slap on the ass is ben ben okay. was the first person in your ear telling you how good of a shot you had so i mean that's that's huge you guys got a cheerleader that's gonna be yeah, i wouldn't even say he's a cheerleader i'm i'm getting texts at work hey you know we shot the other day i was playing brutal i'm getting texts from ben the next day hey keep your head up out there we need you having confidence rolling into this weekend like joe said on and off the course he's been he's been working on his yeah team. he's been a cheerleader but he's been a captain yeah. a, a solid captain definite leader okay um i want to talk about charlie hayes from north um the guy can't seem to stay out of trouble um off the course i i, I don't want to touch on it too much but is he gonna have off the course issue can he um pull it together yeah, I uh, I don't know about Hayes and his off-the-field issues. I know he's a head case, but I feel like that's something uh, North's captain has to deal with. I don't know if they want a player like that on their squad, but I'll throw it to Evan. I don't know how, what his opinion is on his off-the-field issues. Yeah, I don't I don't really know what you guys are hearing about him. Um, whatever happens off the course happens off the course, mm -hmm. and he doesn't really bring it onto the course, nor should we... You know, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna plead the fifth. I'm gonna have no comment on this situation whatsoever. Okay. Um, but I do have a question. This is a serious question for... For Joe here, um, so we know we know Heller's game. It, it can be you know you can shoot in the 30s one day, you can shoot in the 50s the next day. But I, I just heard through the grape, grapevine that you know he's he's been choking up on his clubs more. He, he seems to have more control. But does does Heller choke up farther on his clubs or on his brother's? Dick? I know there's been a rumor six years running about him and his brother, and, and we don't really know. Joe, could you could you attest to this, or could you answer this? Yeah. Uh, the viewers at home want to know. Uh, no, I know there's been a huge rumor going around about how he has his brother's in high school, but uh, I'm going to plead the fifth as well and say no comment. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, just sticking with South Unit here. Um, so we've, we've had a group chat going, North, North Ryder Cup 2018. Uh... You know, there's been some chirps back and forth. Uh, a lot of them directed towards Alex Harvey. We know he can be a head case out on the course, but has have you heard from Al in the last you know several months or years? You know, he's he's been pretty non-existent in the group yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah, he he has been non-existent. I think he's preparing for his move to Fridley. Okay. Yeah, he's moving to Fridley, and he's going to be non-existent again. Are they are they taking Kelsey's Camaro or how are they moving? Yeah, yeah. So, him and Kels are moving into Fridley. Um, I don't know where that is. Do you know where that is? I think it's Tornado Alley. <laughs> <laughs> if, 
It's it's been nicknamed. It's been given many nicknames, and Tornado Alley is one of them. Will will his head case? Uh, will his head case temporary? You know, be a factor for for the South Unit uh, on Saturday during the rainy conditions that yeah. are supposed to be ahead. Yeah. In all honesty, Alex Harvey is one of the most. Uh, I don't even know what to say. Just one of the biggest wild cards on South. He can shoot. Uh, par, 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 and then he'll triple, 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 and break his club over the back of the cart. That's kind of the way Alex plays. We've all seen him at Boulder Point shatter windows. We've seen him break clubs. We've seen him quit on 15. So you never know what's going to happen. If uh, he gets near a house, though, I'd really, I'd really watch out. Okay. All right. Uh, well, Joe, final wrap-up here. What, uh, what are your final thoughts, your final predictions and comments um, how do you think this weekend's going to go, and who do you think is coming out on top? Yeah, I, uh, I I can't stress how excited I am. Um, I know the South South team has done a lot of bitching about uh, the lineup, so I think we got a good roster, though, now where it shakes out. Um, I really firmly believe in Team South and our heart and our dedication. Hang on, going off of that bitching about the rosters, mm-hmm. is, is North's Joel Oxton trying to do too much here? Is he, is he trying to rig it? Do you see, do you see any... Advantage. Scheming, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, see any scheming yeah. going on here? Because it, it, yeah. Um, oh, man, I really want to want to comment. I just, I, I know Joel really has felt strongly about these pairings and trying to make it fair, but uh, he's tried to sell South on how he's making it fair. But we see some discrepancies that we really would like to bring to the table. So, I know Mac was playing Matt in the uh, singles round, and we were pretty upset about that. Um, we think they were trying to bring in a ringer for Meat and Prairie, but we got Ramsey now, so. There were a few things that we had some questions about, but I think we settled them. Yeah, I mean, th- this ringer you speak of, uh, late night bar, the kid likes to do this high and tight uh, <laughs> joke that he thinks is funny. Um, you know, it may be the first time, but after he said it, you know, six to 12 more times that night after a couple more drinks. High and tight. The high and tight thing kind of got old real quick, so we, uh, we went with the, with the with the grizzled veteran, Ramsey Shea. Um, it's a great addition. Yeah. Huge addition to the squad. You know, he's going to be an impactful player around the greens. If he can keep the ball straight, you know, he's going to be a huge addition to our club. But uh, going back to Joel, Joel was just trying to make it, you know, so everybody could golf with other players. Uh, I get where you're coming from on your side, but, you know, at the end of the day, we've never seen a lot of your guys play recently, and you haven't seen a lot of our guys play. So, I mean, we'll, we'll stick to the format. That, yeah, that you guys definitely. have discussed. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it heading into the, into the weekend. But uh, you know, it's going to shape up to be a real fun tournament, the first ever. And uh, you know, we just like to thank you for for you know for having you on here and and for giving us your insight heading into the weekend. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. I really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, Joey. Uh, thanks again. We'll see you up there this weekend. Yeah. That interview is brought to you by Trojan Condoms. Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. All right, we're going to jump into the Lakeville North rankings. Uh, Evie, start us off here with your number one seed going into the weekend. Yeah, so we put together, uh, you know, the, the, we're, we're going to put out there the best possible lineup that we think is going to help us compete in this in this first ever Ryder Cup. Uh, it was tough. We, we had a couple cuts made. I'm not going to say names. Um, we had a couple guys, you know, email in saying what they can bring to the table. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, this is the lineup we're going with, and our number one, who is, happens to also be our captain, is, is Joel Oxton. Uh, you know, he's currently uh, an account representative at Wells Fargo, and he's been, you know, he's job hunting outside of the uh, greater Minneapolis-St. Paul area. But, uh, I mean, this kid just has 
tremendous leadership qualities, uh, which is one of the reasons why we chose him as our captain. He's a team first guy. You know, we kind of set up this whole tournament, got thing, got the ball rolling. But uh, you know, the the Retief Goosen lookalike uh, has a, has a powerful driver. He's got an unbelievable short game. He's our most well-rounded golfer. He's he's good, man. He's, him, what him, Ostic, Brady, all golf, and Joel. Yeah, Joel, Ostic, yeah. Brady, and Mac. I believe it was maybe not Brady, but they all golf together, and I guess Joel just rinsed them all. Like, yeah, yeah, Joel. I think he beat beat them by at least four strokes they went down to uh joel went down to austin texas to to meet up with matt and uh with and brady and they played some golf down there and i mean joel's playing at an unbelievable level right now hopefully he can carry that into the weekend but uh if that kid gets some alcohol in him who knows just like any other player on this course everyone knows what alcohol does uh, i'm hoping you know joel has a good time but he's still able to, to fight off the demons and, and shoot a low score but uh joel's starting off with number one our number two is is brady shea uh he's you know he's he's been the heart and soul of of getting our uniforms together uh his deal with nike is that a surprise or can you re- reveal kind of what you guys got going on or is that uh it's gonna be kind of a surprise but but brady got some nice uh we're going with red i can tell you that but brady got some nice nike uh uniforms for the boys and i mean he's playing at an unbelievable level as well kind of inconsistent this spring he shot you know he had a round the other day that was i believe it was 60 70 shot with eight birdies uh, it kind of shows you a little inconsistency still in his game. You know, he's long off the tee. He's he's finding the fairway 83% of the times. He's long off the tee. You know, when he when he hits the fairway, he's he's hitting his greens in regulation 83% of the time. Got unbelievable irons play. You know, his putting can struggle at times, but uh, you know, I I think he could he could rival Joel even for lowest round total for for our squad on either day. Yeah, he, yeah, uh, he brings a lot to the table. Heavy, heavy one and two for you guys. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, a little uh, nervous quick, on that. Quick little shot there by Aachen, but yeah, we do have a solid one two. Uh, South themselves has a solid one two. Uh, going into our three spot, I mean this this was this was a no brainer. Matt Ostick, he played some club golf at the University of Minnesota. Also played on the high school team at Lakeville North. Uh, recently moved down to Austin, Texas, where he took a medical sales job. Uh, I mean, the kid's got FOMO uh, like none other, and you know he, he's golfing all day. He's FaceTiming us. I mean, I love the kid. Feel bad that that none of the boys are down there with him, but uh, it could have an impact on his game going forward. He has been, you know, I know you guys have been out there on, on the rounds yourself. You've attested to, and I think Matt's. Matt, Matt might rival you guys for for most rounds played before Definitely. this tournament. Was but, he uh, close second on captainship there? Yeah, or? Matt was a close second. He's you know our developmental operations uh, golf ops guy. He uh, he's similar, you know, a short game similar to uh, to that of KJ Choi. He can get up and down better than anybody on our team. He's for the boys for sure. Uh, cabin seventeen MVP nothing like him uh he, he could honestly i'm gonna say he might shoot he, he might have a surprise shooting on on that first day in the rain in, in the rainy conditions 80s. yeah in the rainy conditions he can he can you know he can get up and down in the rain that brings us into our four we have mikey riley uh can't wait to to, to see what mikey's game is all about nobody's seen his golf game in the past few years wild card wild card uh 
you know, recently acquired some irons at uh, at Dick's Sporting Goods along with a new pair of shoes. We'll see how that plays out for him. He's not from Lakeville, but uh, he, he's from the West Metro in, in Chaska, Chanhassen area. Uh, the kid's familiar with the courses around here, but who knows what that's going to transition to up north. But uh, from what I've heard, his putting is dialed in. He can read the greens like nobody else in this tournament especially on the north roster yeah clue shot uh, with them said he was in the, hitting in the 70s 79 i think he posted yeah, this last weekend yep that'll be a good good matchup uh he's a, he's a gamer and uh it'll be interesting to see what he brings to the table i'm looking forward to that to that 4v4 him versus joe however those matchups play out leading into our fifth spot late addition to the team uh connor riley couldn't make it so we're adding ramsey shea uh, this is a big pickup for us. He's, you know, he's long off the tee like his brother Brady, but he's sporadic. You don't really know where it's going at times. He has a decent short game, also inconsistent. His putting's pretty decent, uh, but at the end of the day, nobody's, you know, has any notes on this guy. Uh, he was working for Volkswagen a few summers back. He's doing medical sales now. Uh, we'll see if his if his mind's actually there and and if he can post a solid you know first or second day score for for the North squad. Uh, that brings us into our six. That's myself. Uh, you know I I finally figured out my driver. I I played a big slice in the past. I went from a ten and a half degree down to a nine, and I'm starting to hit it straight. Uh, my short game needs some work. I'm not gonna lie. I've been chipping with my 52 a lot around the greens, and I need a better feel for, for what I'm doing. Uh, but like myself and Alex Harvey, I can compare that that situation right there. I, I've, a, I've got a tantrum when, I, when I'm not playing well. Uh, I'm not into throwing my clubs uh, because, you know, I, I have realized it over time. It's taken me a long time, but it's not the clubs it's the player uh, I finally realized that so I've been working with uh, with a golf coach you know which has been YouTube videos and uh, been trying to get my game dialed in uh, I tried doing the speed look at the cup inside of 10 feet and it worked for a few putts but uh, I've been missing three footers so I've stopped doing that I'm a, I'm a wild card I think my games where it needs to be that remains to be seen especially heading up north but uh, I'm, a, I'm gonna do my best to help out uh, my north squad as as best that I can that leads us into our seven Charlie Hayes you know this kid the Febreze man he does it all he is so for the boys he'll drink any guy in this tournament under the table AJ can you know compete with him for a little bit but nobody boozes you know harder than Charlie Hayes uh, the kid's got unbelievable core strength, can pound the ball. I just hope this kid can keep it straight. Uh, he's a stealthy seven. He, we don't give him enough credit, but uh, he's gonna be he's gonna be a huge asset to us. He's working as a tech assistant in Bloomington right now. He got recently offered for for a gig for NBA 2K19. Uh, we'll see if he if he follows through with that. You know, the kid loved NBA 07 with Steve Nash. Uh, we we used to play one on one, and uh, Hayes would only shoot with Nash. <laughs> Nash dropped 106 points in one game, in a game that they lost. But uh, you know this kid, he's compared to VJ Singh, and he's going to be a nightmare matchup for uh, for Aachen on day one. And then that leaves us into the number eight, uh, Chuck Lindgren. Like we said before, he's got some new irons. Nickname One Way. Shout out to the new contract that he got with the Montreal Canadiens. 
you know, he, he talks a big game, and I would love to see him back it up. You know, that that, that matchup with Ben Freemark is going to be unbelievable. If, if Chuck can get his putting going uh, and not have the yips inside of three feet, I think that uh, he's going to be a huge asset for a team, and, and he's going to be able to pick up some points. But I just really hope he can stay consistent off the box and, uh, you know, guide our team to at least a tally on that first day up north. Right on. Um, who do you see Friday and Saturday? Who do you see flat out losing the, the tournament for you guys? If there's one guy you could pin it on. I know it's kind of – I don't want to say I'm planting seeds going into it, but who do you see losing it for you guys? You know, this is tough. I mean, there's a handful of guys, and, you know, this is all hearsay, but uh, I'd say there's three guys that could, that could either, you know, post some unbelievable rounds or they could even – you know, shoot themselves out of it and kind of shoot their team in the foot, which, you know, that could be Matt Ostick. Uh, he's good in the rain. Ranked high, though. So ranked high. A lot ranked of high. Yeah, though. huge expectations for Matty. Uh, this is probably his most anticipated tournament of his life since high school golf. I'm hoping that he can prevail, uh, but he possibly could have a Sunday collapse, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, another guy that could possibly have a collapse is myself. Uh, I've been known to, you know, shoot some some pretty decent scores, but I, one thing I need to work on is following up a birdie or a par with with another par. Uh, sometimes I I'll get a birdie or a par and I'll you know I'll, I'll piss it away with a double bogey, the whole after. So, I mean I could see myself with with uh, you know a good score going into the turn on Sunday and uh, shooting a poor back nine but but I think my game's where I want it to be and my mental stability if, if I can if I can keep it where it needs to be I think I'll be fine but but that could also lead to a Sunday collapse and then Ramsey Shea a guy that we haven't seen much of uh nobody really has any data on him but uh is he ranked too high you think not knowing much or is that not knowing much I, I might thing. say he's ranked a little high uh but you know looking at our six seven eight who knows he could fit in there uh, but but I could see you know this this setting up for a Sunday collapse. But but I, I could totally you know also see him shooting a low score on Sunday and, and helping the boys get the win. Uh, you said Hazer is a fish when it comes to drinking. Um, has his body changed a little bit coming out of college now? I know they they drink like fools down in Waseca. Um, is it something where you vote him to be most likely to be hung over? Um, maybe Sunday morning or who do you give most hung to? I, I would say no. Charlie Hayes will not be the most hungover. Uh, there's something about this kid's body and this the way he's built that, you know, he can pretty much drink anything and and, and wake up the next morning and and get right back to it. Uh, the kid's got a knack for for boozing. He, he works hard. He plays even harder. Uh, I would not say that. The most hungover I could see on day two would be either our one Joel Oxton. Uh, sometimes he wakes up. Uh, he's either he's either hungover or he's horny. It's one of the two. All hundred pounds. All two. all ninety eight pounds, uh, soaking wet after a shower. Even uh, I could see him, you know, just with his low body fat, not being able to do, to handle the booze heading into Sunday. But uh, another guy to look out for is Chuck Lindgren. Uh, the kid drinks hard. He's been known to show up at the tee boxes the next day without a shower and without without wrapping his tool. Uh, that could be an impact going, you know, into Sunday. So I would say those are my my most three likely candidates to be hungover uh, on day two. Um, last question for you: a lot of new girlfriend acquisitions on your yep. roster. Yep. Who 
who on your team do you see texting their girlfriend the most? Who's going to be just glued to their phone the whole time that could maybe impact um, some of their play? You know, that's that's a good question because we've had some guys try out and even be in consideration for the tournament, but we've just seen how they, they carry themselves outside of the golf course. But, but this is a really good unit. I, I don't think any of us are even going to have our phones on. Um, maybe we'll be playing some music, but but I don't see one guy on our roster glued to his phone whatsoever. Wow. This unit is dialed in. They want it more than anything, and I don't. I mean, everyone on this team's girlfriends, whether they're new or old, uh, they kind of know how how we run things down here. And I don't see one guy that's gonna be stuck on their phone. They're gonna tell their girlfriends where they're at. The phones are gonna be put on the back right. burner, and, and we're right. here and we're ready to play. Good shit. Well, that is uh, that's the North lineup for you guys. We had a chance to sit down with the number three seed, Matt Ostick, for a short little interview. All right, our second interview is Lakeville North's Matt Ostick. Uh, Maddie, welcome to the show. Glad to have you on. Um, I know you're down there in the heat of Texas, but welcome on, brother. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Just got off the course here. Uh... Played nice little 18 hole, well, 17 holes tonight because my match uh, that I was playing with some random ass 50 year old got cut short. Uh, you hustle him? Well, no, I'm I was two up on him with three to play and he beat me. He went birdie, Love birdie, birdie to finish. Love so, the cocky brag to uh, to start the potty. Kind of a weird, weird brag to open up on the potty, but but no, I mean, I mean, I'm just being honest. I gotta gotta <laughs> develop before uh, Saturday here. Love it. All, All right, right, brother. Well, yeah, give us your initial thoughts on uh, the upcoming weekend. It's the first annual Ryder Cup uh, between Lakeville North and Lakeville South. Uh, we're headed up to Fortunes Bay and Giants Ridge up in the, in the northern Minnesota territory. Uh, give us your initial thoughts, comments, um, and talk about the matchups a little bit, what you like from North and South. Um, I mean, I'm loving I'm loving uh, South's team, to be honest. I think they got a really good squad. Um Started off by AJ and Mac Farley, two uh, two long hitters, two big hitters, um, and then I mean they they just rounded out well with uh, you know Aachen, Harvey, Heller, and then, uh, we'll see, I mean we'll see how Benny Freemark is. He's, he, he hasn't been much of a closer, he's got a closer, but job careful. But yeah, no, I I I to be honest, I like Benny in that matchup because Benny's been playing a lot in the past past month, and Chuck has been overseas. What? What do you so, see as the difference in in the uh, the Lindgren uh, Ben Freemark matchup? What, what's going to be the difference maker? Just grit, to be honest. I mean, Benny, it seems like he really wants it. I and and Chuck, to be honest, who knows if he wants it? He hasn't showed much commitment since he went overseas. I thought he'd you know kind of say no to that, and then he ended up saying yeah to going overseas, and didn't really show his want in the in the North South Ryder Cup. How much? So, how much of an impact does does Charlie? You know, going over to the World Championship and, you know, not getting any ice time, uh, dressing for a game or two. How much of an impact does that have on, <laughs> on Lindgren's play heading into the weekend? Well, I mean, he saw – what did he dress? One game when he played against South Korea? And I think he got a little playing time, didn't he? I, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, shouts to him, but, you know, at the end of the day, it came bronze. Probably a little bit of a culture shock for him and – uh I don't know. He's got a nice young KJ Choi on our team. I think that's actually myself. People compare my my game to KJ Choi. So all right, well yeah, so yeah. We'll stay on the Charlie Chuck Lingren topic here. Um, we'll kind of hit on him and Brady. Uh, Brady in the contract year. 
and Chuck with the recent signing of Anti Niemi. Um, is that gonna? I mean, with Brady with the contract coming up and you know that new signing in Montreal, is that gonna take a toll on these guys? Uh, well, I, I think Brady. Uh, yeah, I don't know about Brady. I mean, he seems pretty level-headed. Um, I think he'll be fine. I think he's kind of putting that aside for the weekend. I think Chuck, however, uh, that Niemi signing today happened. One year, 925 sheets. I mean, we'll we'll see what that, that has to do with it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Chuck Chuck's kind of mentally weak, I think, right now. He's got a new girlfriend, and he hasn't really dedicated his time. So, we'll, we'll, we'll really see what happens. Yeah. Has Mickey sparked something new from Chuck's short game we've, we've never seen before? I don't know. I don't know. It'll actually be kind of interesting. I think they're playing golf on Thursday together. A little couple wow. retreat with uh, Allie Rockholt and her, I believe they're it's her fiance. I don't, I don't know the guy. I really don't know Allie too okay. well. I just, that, those were the words on a Chuck. And to be honest, some of those guys are playing legends on, on Friday. I think it's me, Chuck Brady and Joel, but I really had to persuade Chuck to play cause he was about to go fishing. I'm like, dude, it's Ryder Cup weekend. Yeah, You've been I'm, gone for a month. I love the invites out of, out of you guys towards me knocking. I, I think UPS is a couple well, of days delayed, but, but just going back to the, uh, the couple's retreat they got going on, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Chuck have a thing with, uh, you know, sophomore year today where they caught dancing together at uh, Trey's Sweet 16 party? Uh, can you elaborate a little more on that? <laughs> I mean, I really I, – I never even do that to TBH. That's um, out of the bag. I, maybe, maybe I did hear about them dancing at that Trey's Sweet 16. Wait, you said it was Trey's Sweet 16? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Of course, trade a sweet 16 party. But <laughs> anyways, um, no, I mean, I didn't really know it was a thing. But yeah, that was a rumor. I think I actually heard that from uh, possibly actually Taylor Rockwell. Oh, okay. I was kind so, of saying that. So Chuck's, so Chuck's not really ready, but Evan? Yeah, so I mean, I'm going to take a stab here. Uh, so going off of Celts number two, uh, AJ. AJ Michelson, does AJ still have feelings for, for Lauren Nanny? Uh, the, the rumor has it he's viewed her Visco page over 248 times in the past week, you know, waiting for her to upload a new wardrobe pick. Is, is AJ going to be able to shake the demons of the past and, and, and clear his head, or, or do you think he'll stick to the, to the bottle and let the vodka take control of his swing? Well, I think he'll let the, uh, the vodka take control of his swing, to be honest. Although I, I heard the South guys weren't going to drink it all this weekend. Is that That's true? Really, that is a that is very, very, very questionable. Um, that's a lead. I mean, that could be the TSN turning point. To be honest, no I mean, you can't believe everything you read online. Um, I'll say that now. I'll say it again this weekend. Um, there's definitely going to be some alcohol flowing, but hey, you never know. If if conditions aren't right, um, and we we see some rain and. You know, if my game starts to suffer, you can you can bet your ass that I'm going to be guzzling and gassing beers all of the course. But we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. See. I like I like that out of you, Akin. I mean, I have a lot of faith in you, but there's a couple others on the south side. I, I know Joe Freemark's a big big time drinker, oh. but I mean, we'll we'll see we'll see about like Keller. It, it, I don't know if Keller even likes to us. sip. Um, we don't have very good endurance. The one guy that's going to lead the pack though is AJ Michelson. If anyone can take down two vodka lemonades a whole and still play lights out. It's AJ. So 
he'll be back in the okay. I think it's going to be very, very interesting. I don't think anybody's going to be able to compete with with Charlie Hayes. Uh, you know, the kids no. can drink anyone under the table. So I, whether he's whether he's hammered or sober, he's he's going to take charge and he's going to you know pick up this anybody that's not. Yeah, dead. no, I, I mean he's and he can really handle his booze too. To be honest, so hey, making the trip north for you guys is is Joel Joel Oxen, better known as Skin and Bones. Um, his bid into the turn, he actually came from Make a Wish Foundation invites um, after some long time questionable eating disorders. Um, does his body have what it physically takes to go fifty four holes this weekend? Yeah, I really, I really, I mean, he's actually playing seventy two holes over the those three days because we're playing Friday at Legend. So cocky, cocky. I mean, I don't know if he's gonna hold up, man. Hopefully, his eating disorder doesn't doesn't come back to him. Is this um, gonna be like a Gordon Hayward situation, you know, tip off, you know, ten seconds in, his his legs in half, uh, or are you goes by? He's gonna be able to hold up, uh, you know. At- I I think to be honest, I think it's gonna hold up. I think he's really been preparing for this, but I mean, if he goes two down through two holes, I mean, are the demons gonna come back? That's I mean, that's the question. If he gets up, I'm I'm not gonna be worried about him, but. If he if he gets down in a match, it it could be watch out. He could be texting his, his also new girl. Um, yeah, saying maybe the, even the come and get me, help me. The Manti Teo situation here with her is she a ghost? No one's heard of her. Um, what's up with that? I mean, I heard heard it from uh, Shay. Shay was saying that Joel should start paying taxes in Wisconsin because I think he's been there every weekend since oh, I moved down to Texas. Wow. So. That's uh that was on the rumor mill too. Um, speaking of uh, but... yeah, well, I mean, just moving along. Speaking of the taxes, so Aachen was, you know, he's officially, if you haven't heard, he was officially dropped by Lululemon. Fair. Um, you know that on top of adding a new driver to his bag, uh, that that's failed to see the fairway once this spring and and eight and eight goes. Uh, how much of an impact will this have on his mental stability heading to Saturday's team match play? Aachen, you're a lefty too, right? Lefty. Philly, yeah, I'm Philly. a lefty, and my, my driver struggles to find the fairway, but I don't know. Have you been finding it as of late? That's the rumor. You know what? Uh, hit the range the last two days. Um, I'm starting to figure it out. I switched to the extra shift shaft, uh, kind of pumped my own tires a little bit. Uh, I think I'm stronger than I am. I'm, I'm not as strong as I thought, so I'm adjusting there with the extra stiff shaft, but confidence is going to be huge for me. Played two solid rounds this past weekend, um, so if I can keep that up, I'm going to try to get out maybe Thursday nights and maybe hit balls again Friday. But if, if my confidence is up, watch out, boys. But I can, man, can I blow up a course in the flip, fucking switch? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of in the same boat as you are. So, but the match play, I feel is like it, it's a new new matchup every hole essentially because it's match play. So that favors us. That does favor yeah. you and me. Yeah. So, I don't know. I have faith in Aachen. I, I want to see Aachen do well because you never want to beat a guy who struggles. You want to beat him because you played better than him. But I, that's I, just I, me. I, I'm not going to lie. I'd, I'd like to see him spray his driver left and right and get into trouble on those long holes with water. I, I, mean, th- I mean, think about it this way. Like, when you guys beat us in 2012, you guys beat us because Sean Hart absolutely laid an egg. That's, and then you beat us. And then Cody Fredericks came in. And then Jake Anderson came in for the third. So, we went three goalies. That's probably the only reason why you beat us. If we're taking stabs here, we're going to move on to Evan Peterson, our very own EP scholar turned EP podcaster. Shouts, um, shouts, shouts. I'm not even going to stay. I'm going to go off the radar here and not even talk about golf. Is his girl Steph, is she settling here? 
Um, is is Evan a grower or a shower? Is he content? <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Is, I mean, East Coast gal. She's a looker. She's a great girl. Um, but is she settling on Evan? I mean, I to be honest, I've met her a couple times. I really like her. That's good. She's, uh, that's huge. She, that's huge. I mean, she's a good girl for Evan. Evan's a great guy for her. Love it. Um, so, hey, one thing you like, one thing you dislike about Evan's game for this weekend. Um, I love his determination. I heard he's been playing a lot of golf at out at Colgate. So I heard a short game is coming around. I heard he had a couple lessons there. I'm still iffy on his driver. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Um, he said he solved it and we'll see. I'm kind of in the same boat. I, us three are actually kind of all in the same boat. We can't find the map some of the time. So, um, but I, I, I do like Evan this week. So, yeah, I mean, I, I did. I went from a ten and a half to a nine degree. Uh, it's been it's been straight. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be buzzing. Um, if anything, I'm gonna be pulling it. There's no more slice. So if if I can just keep it straight, I'm gonna have a solid weekend. But uh, your guys is number one. Uh, I mean, this is towards Aachen, but and you as well, Matt. But but South's number one has a lot of question marks heading into the weekend. Uh, you know, I, I Matt, I know you and you and Mac are starting a podcast of your own. But does Mac really have the voice and charisma to to make a successful podcast, or, or is he still up late at night watching Red Tube each 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 and every night thinking about his putter? Um. Yeah. No. I I think Mac does have have the energy for a podcast. He's he's very knowledgeable. Um. The guy hits the living daylights out of the ball. So. Uh, I I mean he's a he, he's got it for. Yeah. He is a gamer. How by the way, um, how is your podcast? Uh, we're, we're starting it up here in a couple weeks. We got to kind of hit, right hit it at the right time. It's, it's called next on the T next on the T you heard it here first on the dump and chase. Uh, so me and Mac will be starting that. Um, Mac's a former division three golfer. Okay. I'm a long time so he's pretty, hopeful pretty for the PJ tour caddy. Pretty average. Frank, so, uh, sticking with the cell squad, Joe and Ben, we got the first ever brother duo. How will this family feud show impact the weekend? Uh, are they still showering together at, in the hotel before the first tee off? And you know, does Joe still wash Ben's back and ass, or or has uh, has he has has Benny brought out the shaving cream yet? Can you elaborate on this? <laughs> wow, um, I think I think I think Benny's brought out the shaving cream first off. Um, in terms of the tournament, though, I. You know, it'll be interesting because their games do not match up at all. I heard Joe's really been playing well, and who knows with Benny's game. So, will the older brother get on the younger brother, or will uh, yeah. he stay level-headed? That's to, that's to I mean, remain to be seen, Those are, but I like that match. Yeah, those are some questions that I can't wait to hear about about later. So, Maddie, we're going to our last question here. We know you and Clues are going to compete for the heaviest golfer um, on the course, but has your barrel affected your swing in any way, or the Austin Heat uh, kind of helped sweat out your, your misbehavings from college there? I love where my weight is right now, <laughs> to be honest. Um, you want it? I've been ever, or is this more of a um, thing? We're, well, I have, I have lost some weight, actually, uh, in Austin, just because of the hundred degree days, but I'm still at two sheets. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm hitting it well. Though. It is. I actually did a body test, and they were saying it's pretty healthy. So have you been? Yeah, not a big deal, but yeah. Have you stayed hydrated down there? And and do they have water on every hole down in in uh, Austin? 
they do have water on every hole, but I've been preparing for this Ryder Cup weekend with a six or a day. So um, just finished my last one of the night. I got a big day with my boss tomorrow, and we'll actually probably really get it going after my boss leaves tomorrow night. So uh, just quick before we wrap it up here, uh, quick prediction. Who's coming home on top? Is it going to be north or is it going to be south? Who's going to have bragging rights heading into next uh, the 2019 Ryder Cup? Well, to be honest, if you would have said a week ago, I would have said south. But all of them were uh, kind of bitching and complaining about the pairings that actually were in their favor. <gasps> Initially, me and Joel uh, made it so that they were in their favor, but they wanted to do something else, and that's actually going to help us. So I got north. Love um, it. Love it. Actually, by a landslide, I think we're gonna win the single seven to one. Oh, um, one win. You heard so, it here first. Um, your one win. Well, it depends. I I just kind of more have it. Our one loss is, is well. I guess that matchup will probably be the same. But I think Benny's gonna beat Chuck. Oh, so God, that just that's bull. So, that's bull. So first. Benny is defeating Chuck via Matt Ostick and entire South roster. All right, Maddie. Hey, hey, quick question for you guys. Have you guys turned on the golf channel today? I didn't. I just missed it. No, I just they missed it. They got, the NCAA, they got the NCAA women's tournament right now. Alabama, absolute smoke show. Oh, mm. Maddie's got his eyes out for some mm. Southern Bells. Mm. Love it. So, I just... Uh, All right. Yeah, I think her name's Cheyenne Knight. Knight. Look her Knight's up. She looks like a smoke. Knight's getting young. Hey. Matt's getting horny. We're about to wrap hey. the podcast up. All right, brother. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on and joining us. Uh, we will see you up Saturday morning um, at the Tower, Minnesota. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming on again, though, Maddie. Appreciate it. Thank, thanks for having me, yeah, boys. See ya. That interview is brought to you by McDonald's. Get yourself a McPick 2 this weekend. Two for $3. McPick 2. All right, Evan, we're going to jump into our lock bets of the tournament this weekend. Um, who are you going to throw money on? If there's some side betting going on, maybe you have a big night um, Friday, you can get some, some same-day bets going on. Who, who do you got going into this tourney that you're going to throw money on? All right, the one locked bet that I think is the most intriguing in this tournament is the uh, Matt Ostick ranked three and Justin Kloos ranked three. Matt Ostick is a plus 105 in this one. Uh, I would say that Matt is going to outduel Kloos on the first day. I'm going to put my money on Matt and take the money line bet with, with him there. I think he's got the ability to, to shoot a low score, especially in the rainy conditions. Uh, the kid has a decent short game well enough that that's what you need to take in the rain. Uh, so my lock bet would be Friday, uh, Matt Ostick, plus 105. All right, uh, I got two for you here. I'm going to take underdog lines here. Um, my first one is the one versus one. Mac is a 220 money line right now. I'm going to take Mac Farley over Joel Oxton. Look to make a little bit of money here. Um, Mac just strictly because he's played more golf. Um, he's been tested through his college career. Um, I think putting money on him, I think he's, first of all, the, the books have it wrong in my eyes. Uh, Mac for sure is way closer to even than I think they give him credit for. Um, so I'm expecting me to throw some money down on the side for Mac Farley. And then another underdog um, that could pay is the, the 8 versus 8, Chuck Lindgren. Um, I think Benny is favored in this matchup. Um, everyone's putting money on him. It came out even originally. Been at the World Championships over in uh, Copenhagen, Denmark. 
Um, Moneyline came out even originally, but that's shifted, you know, since he's spent time overseas. A lot of people saying his head's not there. Um, and I think North and South both kind of see that. Um, he's got his new girlfriend as well, like we heard. Um, I can just, I see this one going in Benny's favor, but I think if Chuck can pull it together, kind of a long shot, but it, it could pay out some decent money. Um, Chuck is 150 plus 150 money line right now, so I'm going to take that one as well. Uh, a couple side bets here, not necessarily side bets, but other bets that we have. Uh, I also am going to take uh, that. I'm going to I'm going to bet on that. I'm going to say that Chuck Lindgren will be ahead after nine. I'm going to take Chuck Lindgren. Uh, he's plus 100 uh, for that bet. He's going to be ahead. Um, you know, he's got not a lot of experience golfing so far, but uh, I think he's going to be ahead after nine. And then I also think that on the back nine, uh, Mikey Riley is a, uh, he's minus 200 against Joe Freemark for the back nine. I think Mikey is a lock to shoot the lower round uh, at the turn. So if you want to cash in on a bet, I would say go with the back nine, Mikey Riley versus Joe Freemark. And finishing up our bets here, a uh, couple prop bets that, that caught my eye was the over-under Cluse um, hot dogs at the turn. Yep. I know we yep. touched on that in our interviews a little bit. Um, the guy can eat, hoping you know maybe he gets a good breakfast sandwich in him, um, maybe packs a couple granola bars in his bag. But I'm taking uh, the under three hot dogs for Cluse at the turn um, for Saturday. But who knows, it could be rainy. If he's playing bad, he might yeah. take it out on his stomach. He could. Um, he very well and could. pound a couple dogs. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go under three, um, but who knows? He it's it's an interesting one. Guy can eat, um, so yeah. we'll see how that plays out. And the next prop bet I have is um, north or south. Who's gonna go out of bounds first? Um, kind of depends on the pairs and and who's first on the box. But I really see my own team going out of bounds. I, I know we're all excited, get the yeah. jitters out of us early, yeah. but. Um, it was even originally as well, but I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take our own team here going OB. Yeah, the uh, I could totally see that as well. I'm also gonna hammer South on on the out of bounds first, but the prop bet that I'm taking is going to be uh, I got two of them over under uh, two clubs broken on the weekend. Uh, I'm putting a lot of money on Alex Harvey. I think that you know his pitching wedge might end up in the lake. Uh, and he might end up breaking ahead of his five wood. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a lot of money on that over under one and a half. Actually, I'm gonna take two. And the f- most likely which team will have the first four putt. Uh, these greens can get real tricky at the quarry. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's gonna be my squad. I'm not gonna say names, but we got some some guys, including myself, that. Sometimes they misread putts, so uh, I'm going to take my squad on the first four putt of the tournament. Alrighty, we're going to finish up with our dump and chase of the week. Uh, this week we are highlighting Glenn Big Baby Davis. Big uh, Baby. He's been quiet for a while, but uh, the ex-NBA star is back in the spotlight here after last Friday he was arrested for a felony assault um, with, <laughs> with the intent to cause great bodily injury, man. Um, you see the you see the picture of the guy in the hospital. Yeah, he's laid out on his hospital bed in shambles. Um, apparently, big baby got violent with this dude outside a club. 
um, actually back in April, and what apparently Glenn here tried to hit him with his car. Um, and his then Maserati. It, yeah, Maserati. got out of the car, Big Baby picked him up, and sl- literally, quote-unquote, from TMZ, slammed him into the concrete. Um, what's he doing, man? Yeah, I mean, I we don't have the full story. That I'm sure, you know, Big Baby Davis, he was recently on an airplane, He's had uh, he was being watched for selling drugs out of a out of a hotel a motel eight. Uh, he was eating a few I think it was In and Out Burger with mm-hmm. a ton of cash, saying yep. I don't know what they're talking about. That's not a good look for him. So he's kind of you know since he he retired and and since his career kind of ended in Oklahoma City, he uh, he's kind of been in the spotlight for the wrong reasons. Uh, I'm not sure if alcohol was involved, yeah. but this guy apparently. You know, messed up facial fractures. Uh, yeah. Had a couple broken jibs, a uh, couple broken ribs. Um, guys let out on 50k bail, turned himself into police, and then obviously, yeah, thrown in jail, out on bail. Yeah. But Glenn, big baby Davis. I mean, I'm out. Like, I'm out on him too. Just he was, you know, a huge component in their uh, the Boston kind of not really dynasty because they only won one, but the late 2000s, early 2000s, and then they kind of. They traded him to Oklahoma City. It was a brutal trade. I kind of screwed things over for that franchise and and their little uh, big three era. But uh, yeah, we don't know the, the the full story on this. We don't know what the victim was allegedly doing. Uh, but it couldn't have been good if if Glenn's doing that. But but we're we're officially dumping Glenn Davis. Uh, I mean his basketball play in the the mid mid to or the end of the 2000s into the the 2010s uh kind of faltered and kind of ended a down spiral if this if this uh narcotics uh cult he has going is is true then that that's not another good look for this guy uh normally when you retire you kind of want to be left alone but this guy seemed to find himself in the spotlight for the wrong reasons but uh yeah, I'm not a huge Celtics fan. I know you are, so you probably have a little uh, little piece of uh, Glenn Davis still with you. But this podcast is officially out. We're dumping, and we're 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 just we're not even gonna chase this guy. We're dumping Glenn Big Baby Davis. Yeah, that that's gonna wrap up this week's uh, Ryder Cup edition of the Dump and Chase podcast. Um, Evie, we're excited. Um, you'll definitely be hearing more from us from this weekend gonna be a battle man yeah if the weather holds up hopefully it holds up saturdays calling for thunderstorms early but you know hopefully maybe the back nine we'll catch some glimpse of sunlight um but yeah yeah look forward to uh going to battle against you boys best best of luck Ock, and uh we'll be back here next week with uh full analysis and and, and details of the weekend uh thanks for listening we're out peace